Welcome back, welcome back. I hope you're enjoying yourself with these podcasts. I'm doing them because I was told that this is what people would want, as I mentioned in the first episode. People seem to like what it is that I'm talking about, what I have to say, my perspective on things, my peculiar view. I'm often told it is a peculiar view of the world. I'm quite happy with that because this makes far more sense to me than the version that I've been painted over the years. With everything separated, nothing makes sense working together. History is history, science is science, geography is geography. None of it really works together. None of it makes sense together. People don't teach it together. Whereas I've been able to categorise things into one category. And that is everything. Everything all at once. How history, geography, politics, how it all works together. Does me fine. Makes more sense to the world. Anyway, last week we were talking about immunity. This week I'm going to talk a little bit more about immunity, but in this sense, antiviral. So if you're going to boost your immunity, that's great. Fantastic. It's going to make your body a bit stronger. However, there is other things that you can do to help with your immunity. It doesn't boost your immunity particularly, but it helps your body to fight things off. So, a little helping hand, say. So, we had COVID through 2020 through to 2023, say, 23. It's still lingering. Big news, obviously, shut the world down. Still handling the effects of the issues from COVID. But it was a virus. People didn't know much about it. They didn't know what to do. All they knew was stay indoors. Stay away from each other. Try and avoid this virus. Which, you know, fair enough. Maybe it worked, maybe it didn't work. Maybe we'll never know. Some will say it did, some will say it didn't. Either way, whatever happens, there is something we could do to help ourselves with anything to do with viruses. Anything to do with viruses needs antiviral. So there are antiviral foods in us, in the world around us, in your cupboard. If you go to your cupboard through this podcast, you'll probably find half of the list of things that I'm going to mention in your cupboard. Yeah. Now, what, there was nothing in the news. There was nothing being said about what we should and shouldn't be increasing in our intake at home. I don't even remember hearing much about vitamin C, increasing our vitamins. Predominantly, it was about staying away from each other and waiting for this miracle vaccine, which is fine. But if that vaccine never came along, what would we do? Would we all be still in our homes now? Another two years in our homes? How long would we have been in our homes? If we don't address these types of conversations, what happens next time? What happens if they don't find a vaccine to help with the virus next time? I know we're throwing a lot of money and a lot of time, a lot of power, a lot of influence at vaccines. Fine, if that's the case. But there's no guarantee that a vaccine will 
be found that will tackle another virus. We, we hope that they would. We will throw everything we can at hoping that they would financially, time, effort, research. But in reality, what can we do? What can we do if we do not find that vaccine or find it quickly? As I said, are we all going to sit indoors for five years, ten years till we find it? Or are there things that we can do with our immune system, as we mentioned last week, but also antivirus? Antivirus things that you can add to your diet, your lifestyle, that will help kill viruses. Viruses don't like them. Viruses will not enjoy being around them in your body. They don't share the space well. Garlic. Garlic's a fantastic antiviral. Problem with garlic is, is you can often smell. You have a lot of garlic because you're trying to fight off viruses. Then you might say to yourself, well, you can't smell it, but people start saying, what's that smell? This person smells, this person stinks. I can't be around them. They smell too much. So obviously well, you can get odorless garlic tablets. But if you want to cook with it, you want to add it to things in your home to increase your antiviral intake, then obviously garlic's a fantastic option. And it's readily available in your home. Ginger. Ginger's another fantastic antiviral. You take ginger again. You can take it by the root. Ginger tea. Various things. Put it in your cooking have it as crystallized ginger, as a snack. You know, again, you have to add it to your diet. You have to know about it. You have to take it as a medicine through a period of time where there is a viral issue, i.e. COVID, COVID-19. It's a viral issue. So increasing garlic, increasing ginger is going to do what? Well, it might not stop it. It might not cure it. It might not do anything, but doing it's got to be better than doing nothing, awaiting. So for me, I would say to somebody, hey, take some ginger, take some garlic, increase it, add it to your diet. Common sense, really. It's better than doing nothing. It's better than taking a chance. It's better than sitting, panicking, waiting five years till the vaccine comes out. 10 years. What if a vaccine never comes out? Do we all just stay in our houses? What can we do? You can do things that are antiviral. Things that they do not do well with viruses. Viruses don't like them. They don't share the space well. I said this. What else? Turmeric. Turmeric's another very good antiviral. It's not just good for antivirus, it's also good for anti-inflammatory. I'll mention the other aspects of garlic and ginger. Very good for other aspects of health. I'll mention them another time, but at the moment we're talking about immunity, we're talking about virus, antivirus, flu season. Everyone talks about flu season. Grandma, what's grandma doing? Grandma's going to get a flu jab, that's fine. But if you get a flu jab and they've guessed the wrong strand of flu is going to be around this year, 
then that flu jab is not going to be as effective. So it's, it's a chance game. What can she do on top of that flu jab, as well as the flu jab? Little grandma, she takes some extra garlic, put it in her soups, whatever. Add it to her meals. All right, grandma might smell a little bit when you go to hug her. But, you know, this is, <laughs> this is one of those things. You want grandma to be well, you put up with a bit of smell. Other thing, you could give it, okay, ginger tea. Let grandma have a bit of ginger tea. You know, these are basic things in your cupboard. You can grow them yourself. What do they do? They empower you. As I said, it may not be perfect. It may not be a wonder drug. But it's still better than doing nothing. So you add your turmeric. Your turmeric, as I said, it's also good for anti-inflammatory. So if you do get unwell, it's going to help with aspects like that as well. Ginger, good for pain. So if you're feeling discomfort from feeling unwell, got a virus, it's going to be good for doing what? Helping with your pain. So there's things that you can add. These three basic, they're three basics available to you in your cupboard or in the supermarket keep them in your cupboard and any time that you're feeling a little bit run down before you even feel cold or flu symptoms coming on you could just dose up with these sorts of things add them with your immune medicines and what are they going to do they're going to increase your health the chances of you getting sick is reduced. So you have less time off work sick. You may not be likely to pass it around as much. Again, that's another aspect of science. I'm not going to get into that because I'm not qualified, but I can talk about why I'm qualified. And why I'm qualified to talk about the things like herbal, natural remedies. But at the end of the day, these things are available to you. If you do not make use of them, if you do not add them to your diet, or you do not seek them out when you're feeling unwell, then that's down to you. That's your choice. But you can't say it's not available. You can't wait for this miracle cure whilst you do nothing. Many of these things are licensed products. I'll tell you about licensing quickly. It takes over 40 years to license a product. Okay? Even if it's a herb, it's going to take you 40 years to license a product. CBD's recently come out onto the market. Okay? CBD, obviously, CBD is from the marijuana plant. It's extracted and sold separately from the hallucinogenic side of the marijuana plant. So the good stuff is taken out sold separately, but they cannot make any claims to its health benefits because it hasn't gone through rigorous testing. However, there's a lot of natural herbs out there that has gone through rigorous testing. And even if it hasn't gone through rigorous testing and all we've got is old wives' tales, all we've got is something to test, try out, natural herb that we're not... in. Um, don't have any allergies to then is it really going to harm you to test 
out these natural products in your everyday life when you're feeling a bit ill, run down. You've been around people with coughs and colds and flus and you're not taking anything. Why? Why not take something before you get sick? Prevention is better than cure, they say. So help prevent your sickness by increasing your immune system and taking antiviral products into your diet, into your daily intake, increasing them when you're around cold and flu season, increasing them when you're around people that have cold and flu at work. Perhaps you're sending your kids off to school and they're coming back with colds and coughs regularly, which happens. So you can sit, wait to get sick, moan about it, runny nose, sore throats, coughs, fevers, or you can do something before you even get sick to try and help relieve that sickness, stop it from coming. And that's what these sorts of products are good for. But most of the our health starts with us. Whether we take it seriously, how much we're going to invest in our health, how much we're going to invest in ourselves, how much we're going to... You know, people keep talking about the NHS is under pressure, the NHS is under pressure. Okay, so let's relieve the NHS's pressure by nipping it in the bud, taking good care of ourselves. Do you want to wait for 12 hours to be seen by some a doctor or A&E or whatever? There's a difference between a broken leg, obviously. And just you feeling run down, unwell, needing medical advice, fever. There are things that you can do to avoid even getting to that stage. If you are at that stage, then obviously, yes, you are going to want to seek medical help. But if you before you get there, there are things you can implement in your daily life that's going to avoid needing to run to the NHS, needing to put strain on the NHS. Things you could do to make you stronger, fitter, healthier human being. Can't keep looking elsewhere, looking to others, waiting for someone else to come to you and say to you, look, we think it's best to start taking this medicine. You look sick to start taking this medicine. You go to the doctor because you feel a bit unwell, they say, start taking this medicine. Okay, you start taking this medicine, but why didn't you just start taking natural medicine before the doctors, anyway, before you got sick? Then you might not have even had to go to the doctors. But this starts with you, your lifestyle, your choices, what you're doing to make your life better. There's no excuses today. There's so many books on the subject, so much research on the subject, so many products that have been licensed. Anybody and their auntie is trying to make money off of healthcare, beauty care. The information's out there. The products are out there. Google and all these other search engines jump on it. What do I do to make myself healthier, stronger? How's What's antiviral? Look it up. Jump on podcasts about health. Listen to what people are saying. YouTube, listen to what people are saying. There's plenty of people out there with this knowledge now. Because everybody wants to be that person. 
this woke generation. Woke. What does it mean to be woke? Are you woke about your health? Are you woke about your welfare? Your mental health? Your physical health? Your family's health? Let's get woke about our health. Try and be healthier people. So that you don't have to panic so much about grandma getting access to the hospital for care. The queue for the flu jab is too big. You're too busy on that day. So you're panicking. There's ways around it to help yourself. As I said, it's not the miracle cure. But it's better than doing nothing. It's better than waiting till you're run down and sick. It's better than being around sick people and doing nothing to try and help fight those germs off yourself. Building your immunity, taking antiviral products, herbs, foods, all things you can do in the comfort of your own home, add to your daily life to ensure your welfare, your family's welfare, and relieve the NHS of the struggles and strife that it's under at the moment. So much. So what are we doing about it? That's what I'm going to encourage you this week. What are you doing about it? Take an assessment of your daily life, your health or welfare. Invest in your health or welfare before everything else. Why? Because without your health and your welfare, all the rest doesn't mean anything. You might not even have the health or welfare to do those things. When you got flu, you can't get out of bed. That's like two weeks of your life spent in round the house in bed. But it wouldn't have happened if you you decrease the chance of it happening if you're taking care of yourself. On that note, I'm going to break for a second, drop some more music.
welcome back. Hope you had a little bit of time to grab a drink. Hope it was some water after last week's conversation and podcast. I don't want to hold you for too much longer because end of the day, I've had a long week. I'm tired. This podcast is a little bit late because of it. Should have been out for the Sunday. It's now Monday, late on Monday. So apologies if you were tuning in. If you weren't tuning in and you're playing this back at a later date, doesn't mean anything to you anyway, but the information is still valid. So anyway, what are, we, what are you going to do about your health and welfare? If you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for somebody else, do it for a loved one. Do it for the sake of keeping that job flow, income coming. You're not going to miss out any money. You're not going to end up on um, sick pay. Do it for your record, in the sense of that perfect record at work, hardly taking any time off sick, no time off sick. They're going to be looking at that when it comes to promotions. You can do it for many different reasons. It doesn't have to just be about, I want to be this fit and healthy person. But to be fair, you know as well as me whenever you've had coughs, colds, flus, it's not nice. And it's the simple things to help you avoid them. I mentioned ginger. The benefits of ginger are so far reaching. Good for sore throats. Good for fighting cancer. There's so much you can do with a piece of ginger. Not only that, but you know, let's face it, it's not it's, it's a quite a tasty product. Ginger beer, nice. Got a bit of a kick to it. As I said, you can cook with ginger. So I wanna hear that more people around me are taking care of themselves. You know, you can become so self destructive in your daily life that you don't even realise it because everybody else is too. If everybody else in society was worried about their health and welfare and knew these bits of information, thought about them, used them for their daily life, then chances are you would be too. So it's the same. It works on a negative way. And that is, if nobody's concerned about these things and nobody's talking about these things, then likewise, the chances of you being concerned or being the odd one out. And therefore, we have the sheep mentality. We have that mentality where we all like to be part of a clan, part of a group. And if the group is not all on the same page, then you're going to be doing what? You're going to be picking up all their bad habits. Now, in future podcasts, I'm going to go in more depth of why these issues are here. Because you, you have the war, World War One, World War Two, rations. You have people who knew this stuff that were killed in those wars. You had a break in society where there's no access to these things and these informations. But ultimately, these things existed. Even if you look at the old pharmacies, like Boots, if you look at the old um, NHS system, they used to prescribe these herbs they used to make medicines from these herbs, these natural everyday products. They made these medicines because they were working. Not because it was witchcraft, voodoo, holistic nonsense, but because it worked. Now, they 
believed that they found something better in these man-made uh, pharmaceutical products. And maybe they are, maybe they're not. But the reality of the matter is, is that if for thousands of years that many of these products were used and worked, and that there's proof that they worked, and if you try them yourself, you may prove that they work, then why on earth would you run away from them? But as I said, lack of information, lack of knowledge. So we have a society today that has broken down that knowledge, no longer has that knowledge, and no longer participates with that knowledge because it's gone, it's gone missing after the wars. It's gone missing after the, um, the, the change in society where people started to become office workers. They weren't farmers, things like that. You know, these changes in society that have brought about a completely different mindset and a completely different knowledge base is why your peers are not talking about this stuff. So be the first. Talk about this stuff with your peers. Teach your peers. You don't have to wait for everyone else to do it before you copy, before you follow along. You know, you can be the first. Introduce it to other people. I have a lot of people thank me for the information I give them because they've never heard it. So be the person that is thanked because you now have that information and you teach other people. Each one teach one. Be that person. Take this information. Take this podcast. Go online. Find other podcasts. Find other YouTubers. Take that information and pass it on. Be that conversation. Start that conversation. But that's all on you and whether or not you're going to bother to do it. If you're brave enough, if you take it seriously enough, if you're investing in a house, you're investing in a car, you're investing in your job, your education, you're investing in your pension, investing in your football team, whatever it is you're investing in, why then not invest in your health? The thing that allows you to do all the other things. Why not talk about those things? If you can spend... Eight hours at work talking about the week of football that you've just watched on TV but not spend 15 minutes talking about the health aspects of daily life, what you can eat, what you can drink, what you can do to make your life better, healthier, telling people they started to get sniffles. How can you help them? They've got sniffles and a cough. What can you do? You can give them advice. Go home. Take some of this. Do some of this. And then they will thank you for it. And then they'll pass that information on. I've had plenty of people laugh at me and mock me about things that I've given them advice for. But then when they go looking themselves, Google it, try it themselves, they're shocked and they find out actually this stuff works. I tried it, it works. Thank you. Let's start making health our daily conversation. Let's start making medicine, like herbal medicine, Things that will save you from sickness before you even get sick. Your immunity, things like that. Let's start talking about those things in our daily conversation. Not just the earthquakes that we see on TV. You know, that's a terrible thing that we're seeing on TV. Yes, we should talk about it. But let's also talk about these other things. Could the news be more informative about these things? Of course they could. Why? Because they're meant to be there to bring information to us. The latest news. The latest news could be also about new licensed herbs. Did you know that this herb has just been licensed and it helps you with this? Well, that's news. That's breaking news. 
So, but you, you yourself, can be that news. You can be that new news broadcaster. So that's down to you. Teach your family, teach your friends, help them, bring this information to them. My job is not just to give you all this information. What I want to do is point you in the direction that changes your mind, where you're looking for it yourself, you're seeking it out yourself. This becomes, you're not reliant on this podcast and other podcasts, particularly because you are out there researching this stuff for yourself. You're Googling, you're getting the books, you're seeing what's out there, testing it, you're seeing if it works on yourself, what dosages are working. Do you need to increase your garlic intake, your turmeric intake? But that's all on you. Because we're all unique. Like I said in the other podcast, we're all unique. We all have different needs. What dosage works for me doesn't work for you. Anyway, on that note, as I said, trying to make it a quick one this week. I've kept you for long enough. Have a pleasant week ahead and I hope to be on time next week with a weekly update of No Holds Barred. As I keep saying, yes, we will be getting some interviews. They're all being lined up. We will get some other guests on. But one step at a time, doing what I can at this stage, based on the time I have and the experience I have. All the best. God bless.